tonight on MC GameFap. Mayor, are you planning on milking your cactus? Whoa! I mean, I don't know if I asked that. I've got nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Welcome to MC GameFap, Matt's cool game for attractive people. I'm Matt, and this is my cool game. And if you're here with me tonight, then congratulations, you're all my attractive people. We've got a big episode tonight, so we're just going to get right to it in just a sec. I just want to say real quick that if you like what we're doing, subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your church pastor, tell them the good news about Arceus. You receive a letter in your mailbox a day or two after our activities on Sunday. The envelope and letter is of a thick, rich cardstock. It is sealed with wax, an ornate O that somehow has leopard print on it. The wax is both pink and glittery. Inside, the letter reads, Hello, darlings. It is I, Cece O'Hara, your newly elected <laughs> activities coordinator. This is already shitposting. I know it, darling. I have a doozy of an activity planned for us this upcoming Sunday, the day of our Lord Arceus. But first, I wanted to thank you all for your votes of confidence. I am proud to win the crown of Miss Activities Coordinator of Our Lady Wapafet 2019, and I shall do you proud with my new title. Now, I know you all are simply chomping at the bit to learn what we are doing this week, especially as we will be picking our own Pokemon partners. The idea came to me as we, me and my beloved son Lee, we're watching Sharpedo Tank. Lee, wise beyond his years, leans over to me and says, Mom, why are you asking the investors questions? It is a TV show. They can't hear you. <laughs> and don't you know it? My strong and intelligent boy was right. Those folks can't hear me and my plans for their startup businesses. You know who can hear me? Pokemon. That's right. We're going to be playing a game of Sharpedo Tank to determine our new partners. I'm currently working to create the perfect set for this. Our first and most important choice as new Pokemon trainers. Who will be our partner Pokemon? I also draw inspiration from my many, many wins and pageants. <laughs> there is always a question and answer portion. It is important to know if you are given the crown to a person of good moral standing. I want you to think of your Pokeball as the crown and these Pokemon as contestants to the most important prize. Miss Pokemon Partner 2019. <laughs> <laughs> after winning, after all, a winning attitude needs a winning Pokemon. So please, relax and bring your best smiles to Sharpedo Tank at Professor Strength's laboratory this Sunday. I will explain the rules and additional housekeeping notes when everyone has arrived. Please be sober. I have a question. <laughs> this is a written note. You can't ask a question. Nurse, Nurse Roy, it's a it's a it's Excuse a me. it's a note. I have a question. Do I have to, do I have to be there? You are talking to a written letter right now, Roy. Roll to understand what a letter is. You're a doctor, Roy. A nurse. I'm a doctor, not a letterist. <laughs> uh, Roy, we're all standing right here. You need to see a, a therapist of some sort. No, I didn't fucking I understand. Drink, Shine. Don't you accuse me of shit. I, I never said you were drinking. <laughs> I'm not fucking drinking. You're drinking. <laughs> I just want to assume, like, this is at, like, Faulkner's yearly checkup. 
that this conversation is just happening. Oh my god, yes. He's screaming at a letter in his hands. <laughs> Turn your head and cough. <laughs> just checking Faulkner's balls while he's asking Faulkner, what the shit is this, mate? And then the doctor comes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this, uh, I'm not feeling a little under the weather these days, uh, which is why I have named my Pokemon Doctor on Demand today. Now, Doctor on Demand offers all of the best perks for your medical needs. You just no, hold, call up, hold up, hold up. You don't have a Pokemon right now. Actually, he does, because I asked everyone to bring their utility Pokemon with them oh, today. Oh, shit. You're right. I thought, he was, I thought he was at a checkup. Wait, where are we right now? We're Pokemon everywhere. We're playing before the game. <laughs> now we're fucking at the thing. How about that? Okay. The checkup is oh, done. <laughs> and uh, also, it, there was a little addendum that uh, Professor Strank sent you that just said, hey, when you come to the thing, bring your Pokemon. With, bring your... I know you can't hear the tone of my voice because this is a written letter too, but <laughs> God damn it, my words convey a tone, whether they be spoken or written on a chalkboard or in a letter. So anyway, I'm going to need you to bring your any kind of pet Pokemans you might have with you to make sure they get along with your starter Pokemans. <laughs> Yours truly, Professor Orville Strank. Orville Strank. <laughs> Dang yeah. name. So is like Strank a type of tree? Professor, yeah, it's a. There's oak. There's ash. There's Rowan. All those other ones, and there's Strank. Strank. I imagine a strank is like the tree that precursor becomes uh, like a tumbleweed. <laughs> like it's just a bushy, grubby little nut of a tree. I just like, and it just eventually branches and rolls around. Anyway, let's get this shit started. Uh, it is after church. Uh, you all have gotten into your cars and you have driven a couple blocks uh, into the downtown area. You've taken a right at uh, City Hall, and a couple blocks past that is uh, on a not-great part of town, not going to lie here. It's it's fine. It's fine. And there is a former military armory building. You know how, like, small towns where they'll, like, have all sorts of shit at an armory? They'll have, like, karate classes there. This is where Professor Orville Strank has set up shop. And also in the armory is a building that you know up until now, has been out of commission for a while. As far as you know, there's nothing wrong with the building. It's just too messy to have been used. It was in very much need of renovation. And you walk in today, and what do they see now, Cece? Well, the building has been entirely renovated from top to bottom. It is a very nice-looking room with kind of almost a fish tank area in the back, and there's a row of very plush-looking chairs um, with whatever number our party is today. There is kind of a wider open area, just kind of nice wood floors, I'd imagine. And there is two tables closer to the door. There is a whiteboard. And there is Cece with her Pokemon. Cece has on a blue sash. You imagine it says activities coordinator, but you can't quite read it. Because she is holding a giant bouquet of roses. <laughs> so I got your letter. Your sparkly pink wax confection. How much did that wax set you back? <laughs> it's a little gauche to ask how much things that's, cost, Yeah, that's Harlan. rude. That's a little gauche. What the is fuck that a big question city is thing? that? 
well, I just was going to use some in my next art project, but I didn't want to fork over the fat stacks of cash and unless it's, you know, excreted from the bowels of some very rare Zubat somewhere. <laughs> Don't worry, darling. I have extra. I'll lend you some. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Cece. You're just a treasure and a, a scholar. <laughs> I am all of those what things, do we do? yes. Oh. Cece addresses everyone. So everybody, did you receive my letter? Yeah, I did. I couldn't miss it. Mm, yeah. No, I just showed up here randomly. <laughs> And there are other adults in the room with you that you know from the uh, adult Bible study after church mixer, but it's mostly just Captain and Mona Lisa and other people who we might assign personalities to later, depending on need. Well, Captain, Nancy? if you'd like, we can pull up another chair for you, but uh, the rest of y'all, uh, there's Punch. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Mona Lisa? She yeah, she's there. Be there. She's there. She doesn't get a chair. <laughs> holy shit holy shit that is some fucking yeah. aggression in small town politics oh no that was more like fun but not actually in character she gets but, the uncomfortable chair i mean i have a folding chair somewhere oh oh shit okay a folding table i will take you up on that chair as my achilles tendon is hurting me right now well excuse me that's my chair you can't have that <laughs> <laughs> okay uh quick interjection unless you specifically state otherwise you've brought your utility pokemon they are in uh normal shitty pokeball however as normal pets they're probably not used to being in pet taxis so they're probably very uncomfortable in there they might even be like you know just kind of meowing inside trying to get out or even shaking against the ball trying to get out depending on how well trained your pets are Everyone, if you want to go ahead and release your little pet friends, that's totally fine. I already have my Shishi out, and Shishi, Shishi, stop it! No, Shishi, and Shishi's trying to like reach for the roses that she has. She keeps oh, to shut up, her hand <laughs> away, Shishi, darling. We've talked about the snow. Is the fucking mushroom Pokemon gonna meow too? No, she's not. I Breaks that. down the door to get the roses. <laughs> no, Shishi, stop! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, describe Shishi for us real quick. Shishi is Cece's Shinotic. Uh, that is a mushroom Pokemon type person. This hmm. one is fatter than most. And normally you've seen her about town. Uh, she's usually pretty lazy. But when it comes to these roses, she seems a little bit more energetic. Also, you can tell that she is very well moisturized. I pull out my Pokeball. You can't really tell if it's like the traditional red one. Um, with wear on it but it also has like it's covered in like art like paint splatters you can't quite tell if it's like intentional to like look cool or if it's like <laughs> Jeanette just like wrapped it with paint covered hands but regardless the effect is nonetheless kind of messy looking mm. and so uh she takes out her pokeball and like this is legit alex doesn't know this do you push the button or do you throw it and it the Pokemon comes out. I think it's it's a personality preference. I think you push the button. So you, you, you push the button to make it bigger and smaller, and you throw it to let it out. Do you have to throw it? That no. seems very you, aggressive. You can throw it, or you can hold it out yeah. in front you, of you, you and can... then like the laser shoots out of it, and then the Pokemon yeah. will like yeah. pop up. And I'll it's... also let you just choose to like gently dump it out rather than toss it. <laughs> 
Oh my god, wait, okay, I got something. So Jeanette takes the Pokeball, pushes, depresses the button to make the Pokeball bigger, and then she goes, go, Warhol, and then she throws the Pokeball, and then it, like, hits, it's, like, three of the windows and, like, ricochets off the chair. (laughs) Oh my god, she's so bad at this. But then it, like, the Pokeball still deploys, and out comes uh, a Schmeargle that kind of stands up and it's kind of wobbly on its knees like it's dizzy it got one on a tilt-a-whirl and it like holds its little head and it's just like oh oh poor poor warhol poor baby come here come to jeanette come here give you the snuggles the schmeargle snuggles that's cute my pokemon is a schmeargle he is a cute sweet boy and he uh gives me lots of uh fancy fancy boy paints I hope that nothing in this uh, lovely armory and museum is intrinsically valuable in a current state of unpaintedness because sometimes he gets very antsy if he can't paint. Can I make something canon here? Yes. (laughs) Unlike other smeargles, he doesn't paint with his tail. He only finger paints. Ah, that's so cute. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, Alex, if you're down for it. Yeah, that's canon now. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cute. He can still get the paint out of his tail, but he, like, sticks his fingers in his tail and then, like, puts them on the wall. Yeah. Is, he, is he a special needs Smeargle? No. So, he's uh, my special no, he's boy. Always... <laughs> he's my special boy. <laughs> my special boy's always got special needs. So, Jeanette, um, I actually have this big reveal curtain over here and we're not going to need it soon in just a moment he can finger paint all he likes right on there oh goody thank you so much it's Miss very important to keep Events them occupied coordinator deluxe and, <laughs> wait she was talking about a curtain do i need to go ahead and introduce my pokemon or yeah, wait, 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 you, your pokemon. yeah you can open up your pokeball and introduce your pokemon to everyone okay you're like don't laugh he's a he's a bit of a shy guy <laughs> <laughs> So then I push the button and to like make it a little bit bigger and then I hold it out and I'm like, why don't you come out here, little fudden pop? And then it just sort of just a pew like pops out in front of me and then it's uh it's a little uh the ice cream cone Pokemon vanillaite. Aww. That's so cute. And also I imagine the Duke made the pew noise as he's letting him out. <laughs> He's a frosty guy. He's uh, he helps me around the kitchen. He he likes to like get down and dirty. And while he is a bit of an an icy boy, he does love a good barbecue, <laughs> like everyone here I know. <laughs> What's his name again? The Captain and Vanille. Oh God. <clears throat> <laughs> What? But I just call I just call him Vanille for sure. <laughs> Good because that would be very confusing. I think you should call him the captain for short. You're like I just call him Cappy. I call him Cappy sometimes. I call him Vanille mostly, but his full name is the Captain and Vanille. <laughs> I I kind of like I've just been staring at the ground, not paying attention, and I'm like, oh, it's my turn, and I kind of pat my scrubs and I, I pull out a, a dirty syringe just kind of falls on the ground and then <laughs> finally I pull out the pokeball and it kind of looks like it's been like scratched on the outside by 
just various like medical instruments like it has like big chunks cut out of it it's just not in very good shape because i just keep everything in my pocket because i'm the only doctor but i'm not a very good doctor so <laughs> this um, is also it's... not just ripped from his like actual real life with his pockets of course not no yeah I don't keep a bunch of shit in my pockets that I shouldn't. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, so anyways, I take out my Pokeball, and I have it in my hand backwards, and I kind of stare at it, waiting for something to happen. And then finally, I just, like, I drop it, and it opens up. And I'm like, oh, uh, my Parasect, Psilocybin. Yeah, he's my favorite. He's my favorite lad. Okay, I just want to clarify. I just want to clarify. His name. his name is Psilocybin. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Just wanted to Isn't it great? Yeah. I totally fucking forgot about that name. Yeah, it's fucking genius. Isn't it genius? Anyways. Oh, okay, everyone. This is my best boy. This is my best mate. And I go and I like, I kind of grab him by his big mushroom and I like wiggle him around. And he just kind of like clamps his little pinchers, makes like clicking sounds. And I, and I noogie his mushroom. Uh, <laughs> this is dang cute, I have to say. <laughs> this is my, this is my best boy. No one touch him. No one fucking touches him. You understand? Everyone nod, if you understand. Jeanette nods. Everyone? Jeanette continues to nod while she waits on everyone else to nod. Cece nods. No. (laughs) Maya? Have you had a vasectomy yet? I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't let Silo Simon go near you. Um, so I, I, can, I continue rubbing his. I continue rubbing his mushroom. He's a shawnee. He's a shawnee parasect. He's a very pretty boy. He, he likes. He likes to be pampered. He likes going long walks. And his mushrooms have uh, special properties. Speaking of which, I there is a new mushroom budding off of his back a little bit. Oh, nice! And I reach on the back, and I and I'm like, I, I give him a pet, and then I rip it off. You kind of like, like oh, it makes like a weird little like parasect sound, and uh, I hold out. Yeah, so these have certain hallucinogenic properties. Uh, I mean, they uh, they're very good for for modern medicine. I use them a lot in your antibiotics in town. So if I've given you a shot, it's come from this baby right here, and I give him another rub. No, Fuck fluoride in the water. We've got fucking Roy over here putting fucking <laughs> psychedelics in your goddamn vaccines. I feel like this no whole more. fucking game is going to turn into a scathing indictment of small town doctors. <laughs> so how many of the fucking parents here are anti-vaxxers because fucking one of Roy's shots gave them a ba- their killed This is where anti-vax trip. people came from. They came from Roy. <laughs> Roy, goddammit. it! I believe it. Are you saying, uh, Look. we don't know what's in those vaccines? There's this rare candy stuff. I don't know about <laughs> you. I don't trust it. So, do you it, trust that rare candy? Does anyone feel fucking sick right now? No. Professor well, Strank pops in and says, "Roy, did you make the frogs gay?" <laughs> <laughs> they they weren't made gay. They're born that way. <laughs> You son of a bitch, you're the reason my son won't talk to me. (laughs) Your son won't talk to you, Faulkner, because he hates you. (laughs) 
anyway, anyway. <laughs> not at one of his checkups. So let's get. I bet you make out with Chancy too. Is that the name of your ex-wife? Oh! Everyone, roll for gossip. Oh shit! Yeah! Is this happening? (laughs) I rolled a ten. Okay, anyone who rolled 10 knows that his ex-wife did indeed film a role-play video where she dressed as a chancy. <laughs> Cece has that kind oh, no. of shit-eating grin. I don't know about it. <laughs> oh, shit, he doesn't even know. <laughs> Matt, gossip is maybe one of the greatest mechanics I've ever experienced in a tabletop <laughs> I, I game. I got it. Fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Fuck I, everybody I, I but know. Jeanette knows. And Caleb. Caleb doesn't know. Faulkner doesn't yeah. know. Don't you dare bring my wife into this. She would never wear a chancy costume. Oh, yeah, of course. You're absolutely right. She yeah. would never. Absolutely would never. Ne- Faulkner, what's your Pokemon? She only makes chancy noises into her goddamn Blue Yeti microphone. A disrespect to podcasters. You, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely. It's a completely auditory medium. There's no video involved. You're completely correct. <laughs> On to the next person. Um, oh. Faulkner, what's your Pokemon, darling? You're the last one. Doctor on demand. Uh, <laughs> did you bring any of the elixirs with you today? Because I think I might need some. Did I burn? I think he needs a burn heel. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Well, now do you want to eat my boy's mushroom? <laughs> my, my big, my big, boy, my big <laughs> Fucking phrasing. <laughs> Sorry, that was unintentional, I promise. <laughs> I knew we'd waste all session before we finished we the, co- the contest, but we haven't rules. even fucking gotten the contest yet. <laughs> here, here, here Faulkner, you're right. Eat, this, eat, eat a little piece of this mushroom and you'll be bright as rain. Doctors like you is why we have anti-vaxxers. Fine. Doctors I'll like you is why we have doctors on demand. <laughs> Doctor on demand. Why go to crackpots like Nurse Roy when you could just use your, your smart device? You can talk to a doctor anywhere. Johto, Kanto, North America. You got it all there. <laughs> doctor on demand. Using promo code not my shrooms, goddammit. You can get 10% <laughs> off your first visit. Okay. The whole time you've been saying doctors on demand, your herdier, who knows that's his name this week, has just been like, just whoop, whoop. Doctor on demand, thank you for being such a good uh, <laughs> partner. I think we're going to go take care of business ourselves and leave Nurse Roy to his uh, shroom business. So while you guys were all dicking around for like 45 minutes or whatever it was, the captain has long since released his Pokemon, and it's just an old graying Growlithe. Uh, Crunch, the emotional support dog, is curled up in the lap of his master and is sleepily eyeing the rest of the Pokemon, soaking up scritches on his chin. If you look over that way, you'll see beneath his his little grin, he has no teeth. You probably remember at one point in time, the captain told you his dog has macular degeneration and can only eat very soft blended foods. Both Crunch and his master appear to be nodding off because holy fuck, you guys take forever to do everything. (laughs) Well, everyone, it was such a pleasure to meet all your wonderful pet Pokemon. Uh, But let's get on with today's activities. That was a very lengthy and thorough introduction. (laughs) 
Uh, first of all, we do have a little bit of housekeeping notes since this is my first time as activities coordinator. I came up with, I think, just the most wonderful idea to help keep us on a good and righteous path and keep us away from things that might make us want to sin. So here's what I've come up with. And she moves that curtain she was talking about earlier. And behind it is a whiteboard that has the initials R-O-Y on it. You see, I've come up with a system. I call it the righteous or yielding system. (laughs) R or R-O-Y for short. See, the idea behind this is when we are doing something righteous and good in the eyes of our Lord Arceus, you get a point. That means you're getting closer to God. And if you do something bad, like maybe spike the punch or drink too much, you're going to get a yielding point. Kind of looks like a little frowny face. And that just means that you're getting closer to the dark place. I think this is going to keep us closer to God and on mission. Does anyone have any questions? And she looks at Roy. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Do I get a point for being me? And are we talking a positive or negative point here, Roy? Shit! Well, well, well my name is copyrighted after all, so you better stop paying me royalties. Roy- royalties! Royalties! <laughs> well, you see, Roy, this system is not actually called Roy, it's R O Y. See, there's that's- a difference. It's no, not that's about my name. you, silly Billy. Nope, nope, that's my name. No, see, there's the little dots there. That means it's initials. R uh, dot O dot Y. Can't argue with initials. Righteous or yielded. That's not your name, silly. And you can uh, see on the board, she's already got three stickers next to her own name. <laughs> Positive stickers. They're little gold stars. Stacking the deck early, are we? Hey, that's horseshit. Speaking <laughs> of initials, my initial impression of this show is that holy shit, guys, start something. That's what's up. Well, you know what? I think it's time we got <laughs> on with the me. rules anyways. She motions okay. to one of the tables, and you see that there are three roses with a sign for each of y'all. And she says, this is what's going to happen. We are going to do a somewhat of an interview process with these here Pokemon that we have recaptured, so to speak. They're going to come out one at a time and do whatever they want to do for their little interview process. We can each ask them one question. If you already know in your heart of hearts that this is not a match for you, you just lift up your sign. And she lifts up one of the signs and it says, no, thank you. Sorry, but you have a beautiful soul. It's a very is it polite. in like that scripty Christian oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. scripty ass font? Terrible watercolor flowers behind it. It's very oh. tacky. I'm yes. glad Elise and Alex are in the same game because they get each other shit that no one else is going to get. This church setting is very authentic. I just have to. You're welcome. No one, no other fucking Pokemon podcast is getting into the fucking nitty gritty like we are here. <laughs> We're asking the hard questions. Yes. What font would you use on your Christian lady sign? Uh, does Arceus look vaguely effeminate with long brown hair in these photos? Uh, just asking for a friend. No, he has glorious white fur. I like to picture Arceus as a mischievous badger. Cece <laughs> goes over to her board and puts a frowny face next to Mona's name. <laughs> And she's like, you know what? You know what? That's fair. 
I didn't know we were playing. (laughs) So anyways, back to the rules. When you have decided, after everyone has asked their questions, that maybe this Pokemon might be right for you, you can hand them one of the roses. We each have three roses. That's because initially I was thinking maybe we might do The Bachelor, but my sweet and wonderful hubby pointed out that that would only really be interesting for one of us, while the rest of us were very bored, and he was, of course, correct. I had already bought the roses, however. So, we're going to incorporate them. (laughs) Mona Lisa pipes up, your husband watches The Bachelor? No, he has better things to do with his time, but I do talk about it a lot. Why does he have criticisms of The Bachelor if he doesn't watch it? She puts another frowny face. So, once we have given out, we have done the interview process with all of our Pokemon and handed out all of our roses, then we'll take a brief recess, think about, is this my partner Pokemon? And then when we come back from the recess, we will pick our new partner Pokemon. I think it's going to be fun. Towards uh, the back of the room, there are some nice-looking chairs. Uh, CC motions for you to grab your roses and your polite refusal signs and to take a seat. Uh, there's also notepads in front of the chairs if you would like to make notes. She takes a seat in the middle, of course, and she's put her bouquet down on a table, and she, she tries to go for it, and she has to grab her little hand and Bring her to the chair. No, she, she. She, she, we've been over this. You can't, your toots are too bad. You need to come sit with me. She, she. And she reluctantly sits next to her chair. (laughs) The first Pokemon that scuttles across the stage is a toothy, orange, bug-like creature named Toothless. She is wearing a bow tie. And she Uh looks excitedly around and begins chewing on one of the legs to one of the chairs. A sign blinks above the ceiling that you just now noticed for the first time, and it says, please clap. CC Cal apps. A disembodied narrator says, the time to ask questions is open. Are we asking these Pokemon questions? Yes. Can they under- understand us? They feel it in their hearts. Oh. All right. Toothless? How do you feel about carving wood statues? Toothless chooses to reply to this question by finding the nearest wooden object and beginning to gnaw on that instead. What is that wooden object? I need to know. So this isn't this isn't a church anymore. Are there did did CC bring like some old pews or something? In? Oh no. Pews? No no no. I used my feet this week to uh this place is done up yeah. legitimately. It looks like the set yeah. of Sharpedo tank. Oh yeah, like she clear she cleared this up with me. She is using this week's credit card feet yes. to renovate uh a building that is part of the city government's property in return for y'all getting your licenses. Well, I'll, I'll just assume that there's some kind of a podium and that's what she's chewing on. Sure, we can do a podium. Oh, I I, I would just like to ask uh uh, do, do you, uh, do you with a kosher lifestyle, or? <laughs> you're not sure, you're, you're not sure whether or not wood is kosher, but Toothless is 100% still chewing, chewing on the. <laughs> is Toothless reacting to the question at all, or is he just acting like he didn't hear it? Nope. This is some good fucking wood. Okay. <laughs> good wood. 
<laughs> Toothless, what made you pick that jaunty little bow tie? Yeah, no, that podium is delicious. And actually, <laughs> Toothless begins to lift it off of the stage. If it is bolted down, she's actually ripping the bolts out as she raises it above her. Well, that's okay. I mean, that was kind of a improvisation on my part, as a Sharpedo tank does not usually have a podium, but yeah, it could just go down. I'd like okay. to imagine that there's subtitles that none of you can see where Toothless is going. Yeah, see, the bow tie was actually, like, a really conflicting thing on my part. Uh, <laughs> that Yeah, CC puts that in in post. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Y'all don't know it, but there are cameras just everywhere. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, hi, little cutie. Kind of examine Toothless as it keeps gnawing. So, do you like... Cutting down big trees. This is a nice forest next to my my clinic. Toothless is halfway through devouring this. There are just like wood shavings all over the stage. Is Roy thinking about committing some eco terrorism on his or outside his property with Toothless here? No, <laughs> but if so happens that. Like the foresters nearby need to go on strike, or people don't feel like cutting wood down anymore. You could have Toothless as part time. Toothless could be up. You could you could be a part time lumberer. Toothless just kind of like drops the podium on the floor, and if it had a tail, you feel like it would be wagging. And if you don't feel so, like- I hear there are ghosts in these parts. Can you please? Tell me a little bit about the, the history of this, uh, this very unique space. <laughs> I love how you're basically just asking a cat, what do you think about ghosts? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. I talk to my cats all the time. And then I make a note to self, this uh, Pokemon seems shell-shocked. Like he's seen something. <laughs> I can see the fear in his eyes when I ask. Which means I am on to something. Something happened here. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a haunting or just a grisly, violent Pokemon battle, but I will find the truth. Well, in response to your question, Toothless just quirks its head and does this giant grin and goes, meh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good thing. It's a good thing I've already recorded that entire bit before that happens. So makes for good radio. (laughs) You each have three roses. There are 17 Pokemon who are going to come out. You can give out one of your roses now to him, or if you wait, you can, you'll have another chance to... Sorry. You have another chance later on if you have roses left, but you get to choose to save three of your Pokemon that you like. It's about to walk off stage. Do you want to give it a rose now, or do you want to hold off? Who? Who? Anybody. Any of you. I like to give it a rose. I'm holding it off. Okay, so Roy is giving it a rose. How does the giving of the roses happen? Do they throw the rose at Toothless? Dealer's choice. Why? What are you gonna do? I grab. I grab the rose in my hand. I like cut myself and was like, ah, fuck. And I just like I look at my hand. And I just throw the rose in its direction while I'm staring at my hand, just kind of absentmindedly. <laughs> so Toothless bites off the bottom half of the rose so that it's not sharp anymore, and kind of tucks it under uh, under the bow tie so it looks like it's wearing it over the left side of its head and it trots off his what a smart boy I love it okay uh, next Pokemon 
Man Bear Pig skeeters onto the stage nervously. For those who don't recall, this is a swinub. He is not wearing a hat. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. He's wearing a top hat. It's very small. You're pretty sure he didn't put the top hat on itself, and uh, with the way that Cece is beaming, you're pretty sure she... So, do they... Am I... It is a swinub, right? It's yes. the one that's like a little... A little tiny ice pig. Ice pig. Okay, cool. It's so cute. The little top hat. Oh. Okay, swinub. I see you have a fancy little top hat there. Would you dress fancy with me if we went to a gallery opening of mine? Wee! Wee! How like is it like super super excited? You're not actually sure. It looks a little <laughs> nervous about this whole fucking situation. All right. Also, it's tracking mud all over the stage. Fantastic. Mm, uh, I would like to ask the contestant, what are your thoughts on uh, like culture? Like, are you? Are are you like one hundred percent pro uh, beef ribs? Because you know I'm a bit really big into barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all of your questions are just barbecue related. Man Bear Pig doesn't seem to respond to that, but just looking at him, you kind of get the feeling he might be one of those molecular gastronomy kind of like elitists, <laughs> and he's like into like cryo cooking food. Oh my god, that is some weird-ass backstory You're for like, the swine-up. Yes. But I not just th- cooking himself. Yeah, that's kind of the direction I went, is that he's gonna get cooked. Oh no, no. I, I, I would I would cook a swine-up for some good baby back ribs. Oh, oh no. Woo! No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay uh, next person. <laughs> next person, Cece, you're up. Cece holds up her sign. He goes, I'm sorry, darling. I keep my house at a very balmy temperature. I don't think you'd fit in very well. You, you seem like you like the cold. Best of luck to you. Oh, you're real. You're a real cute looking big fucker. But um, you've got a lot of hair, and my <laughs> clinic needs somewhat sterile. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So I'm sorry, little guy. I can't. Yeah. You know, you know, for me, I just imagine doesn't give a shit about either of you. It's rolling in its own mud. Man, bear pig. Thank you for your time tonight. I'm really happy to have you on the show. So, from our last interview, I gathered that something terrifying and life changing happened here on this field. Tell me about what you know about the history of this battlefield. Man Bear Pig has actually hidden from you behind the podium. Oh my and god. And he is being... He's so... He is terrified. Listeners, you, you can't witness <laughs> it. This Pokemon hiding behind... Is there a trainer to ask? I need to ask questions to the trainer. I, I think I may have accidentally triggered the Man Bear Pig. And, uh... <clears throat> at that point, Orville Strength pipes up. I think up. Need a psychic pipe. He ain't hiding. He's looking for truffles. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, let's just go ahead and change the subject. So, what is your greatest fear? What is the greatest challenge <laughs> you've encountered? <laughs> 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 
Man Bear Pig peeks out from behind the podium and then ducks back behind. His greatest. Oh my God! Man Bear Pig is afraid of other people. (laughs) In my examination, Man Bear Pig is afraid of other humans, and it appears to be all humans. Who beat this Man Bear Pig in submission? What trainer was cruel enough to drive him away? I'm pretty sure it was you. You know, with the fountain and all that shit. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor exploring the dark side of Pokemon cruelty. It turns out the greatest man-bear pig of all was man. (laughs) Orville Strank, before he ushers the man-bear pig off, he uh, waits for you to distribute roses, if any. It's going to be a no dog from you all. In that case, uh, a new sign lights up that you haven't seen that says, Sad Clap. Oh. You put on a good show. I'm, I'm, I'm giving the Pelosi clap. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, walk on, you hog. I can't oh. eat you. I can't eat you. <laughs> Two out of ten. Okay. Orville Strength uh, sort of ushers Man Bear Pig off the stage. And uh, he looks at his watch and says, oh, we're kind of running short on time. I think for the rest of these, we're going to do it two at a time. How's that sound? No. All right. Just ask the question to the one you're most interested in, yeah? Yeah, whatever, man. Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's get this ball rolling. All right. So the first Pokemon that enters is actually one you haven't seen before, and you're not exactly sure what it is. But Orville Strank can probably tell you what Groot is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, he ushers him up. Uh, this one was brought up by, uh, and then Mona Lisa pops up. And says, oh, I caught that one. Cece immediately puts up her sign. <laughs> and uh, as soon as Cece puts up her sign, Groot immediately starts crying. Oh no. Oh no! Wait, what fucking Pokemon is this? Uh, you all have screen? access to your phones. Here, I'll scan it. Nurse Roy clumsily, while he's leaning back in his chair, kind of falling asleep, pulls his phone out and, half awake, points it at the little tree thing. Bonsley, the species Groot. A rookie landscaper thought he had transplanted a young tree. He realized his mistake upon watering the tree, at which time Groot accidentally broke the man's leg. Despite its strength, Groot is a bit of a crybaby. Okay, so yeah, we've got a little tiny tree monster named Groot who is crying as soon as CC put up the sign. And what's the other Pokemon? So Groot is not wearing any hats at all, and Blasto squiggles his way onto the stage, drawing himself painstakingly across it with his little tentacles, with his head in reverse... And he is wearing streamers on his head, which trail behind him in the other direction, making him look like he has twice as many tentacles as he actually has. Good job! For those who don't remember, Blastu is a tentacle. I do have a question to ask. Tentacool. Uh, I forgot your name almost instantly, and I'm very sorry about that. Blasto. Blasto. Off to a bad start already. How do you feel about carrying... Paint cans or paint brushes? Blasto wraps its many, many tentacles around Bonsley, which uh, proceeds to cry about it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good indication of trainability. Mm, 
Mr. Uh, Mr. Groot, uh, I'd like to ask you if are you uh would you consider yourself a hickory or maple? Yeah, um, um I'm not gonna do the crying thing again because this would be really fucking loud. But he just fucking bawls really loudly about that. As you know, I love a good barbecue. <laughs> 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 it's not coming across as too loud. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just making a gag. Uh, you're a cute, you're a cute guy. Uh. Cece holds up her sign. I'm sorry, darlings. It's a no for both of y'all. I need my floor squeaky clean, and uh, I, I just don't think that you're gonna be a little fit for me, tree man. Roy. Ah, what? Fuck. What? <laughs> Um, oh, fuck, what is that? Uh, no, get it away. I, 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 I don't really want any calamari. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. And, alright, Faulkner, you're up next. Who did this to you? <laughs> what cool god would give you tentacles like that? <laughs> Damn, Faulkner's being mean. Everyone's being mean to poor Groot and Blasto. Blasto, I just want you to know I sympathize with you, and I I just need to know, <laughs> how can I help you recover and overcome your challenge of no feet, two tentacles? In response to this, Blasto stares at you, but it's not like a normal stare. It kind of stares into your soul with... Kind of a, you know, pinguim of how a cathedralia wagaflagen kind of. I don't know if uh, anyone else can see it, but uh, Faulkner's uh, vocal notification thing is going nuts right now. I- I'm good. Sorry. I just wonder if I maybe he con- did put an eldritch curse on you. <laughs> I th- I, no, no. I thought uh, I thought I lost connection for a second there. Did you catch you him looking? chanting the fucking Cthulhu thing at you? Why is he saying this to me? Does anyone else hear that? Does anyone else hear it? Is my mic picking this up? Anyone? Anyone? You need to get more drunk, mate. <laughs> or he doesn't need to get more drunk. He needs to get right with our lord. There are no ghosts. This place is definitely haunted by the ghosts of dead tentacles. I knew I will find the truth. And uh, Orville Strank starts strolling onto stage, and he starts motioning for everyone to pass out flowers if they have any desire to. My God, this whole church. Uh, Sorry, I say quietly to myself and to the mic. My God, this whole church is covering up the mass genocide of tentacle. Well, I guess that's going to be another sad clap notification, and then the light blows again for sad. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Okay. If we... Can we have a a tour of the Pokemon and then decide? Oh yeah, you can. You I have just another didn't... option to like get rid of any leftover roses at the end by uh, oh, you know, okay. giving them back to previous winners or yeah. previous losers. That cool. Is. I I'll uh, I will give mine to uh, the Bonsley. I will Aww. give a rose to the Bonsley. Okay, that's Aww. nice. That's nice. All right, now it's just a normal please clap notification. Everyone claps. 
Okay, and uh, the professor ushers both Pokemon off. Looks at his watch. Says, "Okay, let's uh, let's do three at a time now." So the first Pokemon that comes out is it looks like three combs of honey, and it flies onto the stage with a garland of uh, flowers around its neck. Nichan, the uh, the comb bee, makes his way to the stage, smiling happily and buzzing. In tow behind him is. Fartzilla, who just kind of toddles on, he's already got a crown of of a flower of his own, and he doesn't really need anything else. What and kind of Pokemon is he? Other, he is a Cacnea. So he's a tiny green Cacnus monster. Behind which is Commander Fluffybottom. Did they meet Commander nope. Fluffybottom? Okay, well yeah. then, it's a, it's a weird little cat creature that's trotting behind oh. it. It's not wearing a hat, but for some weird fucking reason, his claws appear to be painted. And Mona Lisa pops up and says, I remember seeing that cat. That cat's an asshole. Commander Fluffybottom, how do you feel about my Schmeagol Warhol? And Jeanette ushers over the Schmeagol, who has been finger-painting the heck out of that uh, that piece of canvas backdrop. It now has uh, a very, very clumsily but artistically well done sunset on it um yeah it's it's like a a 10 year old uh art student sunset so it's solid but definitely you know the shape is right the colors are wrong yeah feels awfully cold for a sunset (laughs) 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 um so she ushers over the uh warhol over to her and uh Presents Warhol to Commander Fluffybottom. Was it Commander? Yes, yeah, Commander. Commander. Um, and then just waits for the the kitty cat's response. Commander Fluffybottom blinks a couple of times and looks at the uh, the Schmeargle and just kind of lays down and starts licking itself. That's a pretty good reaction from a cat. Yeah, solid. All right. Um, uh, I guess I'll field a question to the, uh, Fartzilla. I would like to ask, uh, are you a, uh, like a, uh, do you have like a, uh, elements of agave in your, <laughs> oh uh, cactus? Like, uh, is there like a sweet element that can be harnessed? Possibly for a glaze in the future. Like how much? How much are you going to be able to help me out in the kitchen? Is I guess uh, what I'm saying. Uh, like, will you be able to properly hold utensils with your little pricky pops? Pricky pops. <laughs> pricky pops. Mayor, are you are you planning on milking your cactus to make? <laughs> Whoa. I'm Whoa. planning on uh, crank, cranking my cactus's horns. Oh, no! Oh, God. Or I'm planning on cranking the thorns. Ah! All right. All right. Oh, all right. Man, Man, I don't even know how to respond to that. I guess farts. <laughs> how do you respond to that? Roll I don't play, Logan. fucking know. Fartzilla just kind of, like, approaches you and sits on the edge of the stage and kicks his tiny little fucking cactus thorn legs. 
Is that like a demure pose? What is that? Oh <laughs> no, just, no! He just kind of like he just kind of he's got his little hands on the side of the stage and he's bobbing his well, little cactus head back think, and forth and he's kicking his. I think that's an appropriate response from a child animal thing when asked, "Hey, can I milk you?" <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I asked that. That is approximately what you asked, dude. The cactus basically just asked you, I've got nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? <laughs> anyway, let's just move on from that. Cece, you're up. Roy's up next. Bartzilla, I will give you consideration, seeing as you were on Team CC before. Do you have the winning personality that I'm looking for to be my partner Pokemon? Fartzilla actually gets up off the stage, puffs out his chest, and sticks his hand in his in his mouth and then blows really hard and expands and then needles shoot everything. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Ah. Uh, Cece blocks it with her sign. Apparently, and, Roy did not. And looks uh, very impressed. Oh. <laughs> Someone want to check on Roy? That's a gold star fuck. for you, little fartzilla. <laughs> Isn't he the nurse after all? Shouldn't he look at himself? I think the answer, the answer is uh, no. The Bible says, "Physician, heal thyself, dickbag." Who nurses the? Who nurses the nurseman? <laughs> My asshole. Roy, are you too stabbed to ask a question? Uh, no. <laughs> You're no. like one of those soccer players who's like just wounded until they have to get up at which point which point they just jump right back up. Okay. So I'm I'm pulling out needles out of my out of my chest and uh, one is directly in my nipple and you guys <laughs> witness me pull it out. Um there there's that for not helping me. It's okay. There's that image. So um boy. Oh, you little f- so little cactus. Oh, do you have any experience uh, stabbing people in a medical, oh, in a medical sense? <laughs> Fartzilla just kind of looks proud at the damage he has done already. Meanwhile, Nichan, who is not asked a question, flies over and vomits honey down your chest, and for some weird reason, you feel better. Oh. Thank you, little bee, little bee guy. Ah, but I'm really fucking sticky now. That's kind of disgusting. <laughs> so what can you tell me about the mass genocide of the tentacruels on this property? <laughs> Who are you asking that? Yeah, that's going to depend. Oh, definitely the bee. The bee, who is already nearby you, having vomited down the chest of Roy comes over and vomits on your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luckily, I've got a backup. Do I have a backup? Can I check on that? <laughs> it'll take you a it'll take you a turn to uh, reset. But yeah, you have you have you have a backup. I think the bees are in on it. <laughs> They're right. a part of the mass extinction. And genocide of the tentacles. And now, a word from our sponsor. We're going to go back to Doctor on Demand. Who Doctor on Demand is great at healing the wounds. Of I'd like to point out your genocide. microphone is busted right now, and you're still switching it out. No one's hearing. What you're this. actually what you're actually hearing is Doctor on Demand. 
Yeah. Listen, so, I'm a podcaster. That's usable. Okay, so while you're doing that, Orville Strank is going to come up and ask for the roses here. You've got Combi, Purloin, and Cacnea. Do any of them warrant your roses? Yes. CC gives a rose to uh, Fartzilla. All right. CC gives a rose. Does anyone else give a rose this round? All right. Then. Anyone? Uh, Wait. By the way, it's not Hold just on. one rose. You all have three roses. Oh, we have three Pokemon? You have, you no, have you're not getting three. three. This is the first round. Basically, ah. any Pokemon that makes it out of this round without a rose just gets eliminated from the running. And gotcha. you can give multiple roses per round if you want to. Were you going to give the cat a rose? I Yeah, I am. Okay. Jeanette gives a rose to Purloin. I Do- think we'll be a perfect match. Does Nietzsche... Oh! Oh, 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 God. Oh, I hate it. Pun! That pun! Okay. Nichan is just buzzing around, just kind of expectantly, just like... It snuffles at Commander Fluffybottom's rose. Uh, Orville Strank ushers these three Pokemon off, and uh, next three come out. The first one that comes out... Oh, shit, you can't fucking see it. It goes directly behind the podium. It's just fucking fast, and it's it's just gone before you get a chance. Nice. Aside it, there is a sleepy, uh, a sleepy yellow Abra who teleports basically directly on top of said podium, and Shanghai the uh, coughing floating just a bit behind it. Oh look, it's that Mew I caught earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai is, wear- Shanghai is wearing a tie which bisects its little poison icon on its belly. Hooray. All right, so we've got a floating gas bag, we've got a sleepy elf thing, and we have a mystery thing. Dumbledore, do you do anything but sleep? <laughs> It teleports next to you. Oh. Behind you? Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> ah! No! <laughs> All right. Uh, um, I would like to ask the mystery Pokemon the question. So, you little guy behind the podium, um, I were to need you to uh, go for... Some spices in the kitchen for me while I'm putting together a big barbecue for the community. Uh, like how, fa- like, uh, what time limit are we talking on? Uh, if how quick it would, uh, get you to get me those seasonings or those utensils for me. Duke, make an acrobatics roll. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm not. I'm not bad at that. Got an eleven. That's pretty good. Okay, so your eyes are obscured by just a flurry of, like, of sawdust that was left behind by the previous Pokemon. It's just a cloud of this billows out from behind. Uh, but you notice just in time that this is a diversion, and you dodge a Pancham trying to punch you in the shin. In the shin? Yes, in the shin. He stu- he notices that you dodge, and then he just kind of, like, jumps back up on stage and glares at you. Okay. 
<laughs> Would you say he does the anime? Yes, he a hundred percent does the anime. <laughs> Not in the barbecues. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cece, you're up, and then Roy. Um, is our Pancham friend wearing a jaunty hat? <laughs> nope, a hundred percent. Nope. <laughs> Fuck your hat. <laughs> He's chewing on a bamboo leaf. You're not exactly sure where he got it from, but he's glaring at every one of Mr. Speedy Panda Man, I am very interested in seeing uh, why you have not dressed for the occasion. He, uh, so he raises his hand at you and gives you the middle claw. I like this Pokemon. <laughs> CC <laughs> takes furious notes. You think he might be getting a frowny face later. <laughs> Stop. Stagger up onto the stage and look the... Wait, you're staggering on the stage? I, I get up I get up to get closer to the Pancham and square up to him. So, do you like metal? <laughs> Make a persuasion roll. Cool. So I'm untrained in persuasion. So that's two. 2d6. Six. Alright, so the Pancham looks at you with some circumspection, but he still respects you for breaking the rules of the contest. So he just kind of crosses his arms and, and eyes you. Yeah, cool. You fucking neat bear, aren't you? <laughs> he doesn't care what you think about him. Fuck you! <laughs> the rake gives you a fucking, like, another fucking middle claw. Yeah, come at me, bro! <laughs> You're not worth the rake's time. He walks away with a shrug. <laughs> Faulkner, there's two Pokemon left. Ask your question. <laughs> no, he doesn't walk off the stage. Fuck! <laughs> now that I have my mic back, Dumbledore, you seem wise and sage-like. When you float over this ground, do you know, can you tell me anything about... The mass murder of tentacles on this location. <laughs> Glad to know it's not just me. And the professor walks up and says, All right, if you got any roses for these three, give them out now. Well, thank God I needed some snoring SMR to compete with my ex-wife's channel, I say to myself. <laughs> Everyone roll for gossip. No, we don't have time. Everyone give roses. I'll give rose. I'll give my rose to, to Dumbledore, sure. Okay. I don't want to give a rose to the Pam Chim because that's fucking lame, but I do want I do wanna I do wanna be a fighting partner with Okay. So like I said, you will have another opportunity later if you're not sure. Throw it at his face. Remember, y'all got three. And there are only six, six Pokemon. Okay. So, uh, we'll assume no more roses are given for the time being. Let's bring out the next three. All right. Um, so, next up, flopping its way onto the stage is Q-Tip, and it immediately just starts fucking dusting the shit out of it to get rid of the fucking uh, sawdust that was left everywhere earlier by both the by both the toothless um, toothless trap inch and the rake scattering it everywhere. And don't forget uh, about the mud that Swineup left behind. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Q-Tip is just tidying the shit out of fucking everything right now, um, and it's wearing a little bonnet on top of it. 
meanwhile, there is a there's a Pokemon that you met but never captured, as I recall correctly. Uh, Fonzie, right? CC, no, they never met Fon- Fonzie. Okay, so there's a Sowaddle, and uh, this one isn't wearing a hat that CC gave it. In fact, for some in some manner, it has managed to fashion its own silken tuxedo out of some of the other uh, things that were left behind. And it just kind of worms its way onto the stage and looks around brightly. Uh, and then further, uh, Pinkerton, a.k.a. Pawpaw, walks on. He's not wearing anything. He's just kind of looking around and wondering what the fuck's going on here. What's this... Well, you said the swallow? Sawaddle. It It is a caterpillar that somehow eventually evolves into a praying mantis. Okay. And it's a very cute caterpillar. It's not like a dumpy caterpillar. Uh, Q-tip. Are, does the natural cleaning abilities that you uh, possess, are they natural paint solvents? Uh, you actually don't even need to know that. Q-Tip doesn't respond because it is busy furiously cleaning the stage, but you recall vaguely from the Pokedex, um, or not Pokedex, from the iPoke application, that Q-Tip has actually scrubbed all of the paint off of all of the canvases of the previous. You know, I just go ahead and I I just give a rose to uh, Papa. <laughs> don't even ask a question. They're like, you know, I don't even need to, you know, I don't, I'm like, oh, I, I, I don't need to ask a question. I already know what I'm doing. This guy knows his way around the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Papa paws at the rose tip and sniffs it a little bit. And this is not edible. And he kind of snuffs his nose at it and looks at you like, what the fuck did you just give? Well, it's not barbecue. That's for sure. Well, darn, I wish I had two questions to ask. I think since I have already talked to a lovely Q-tip over there, I will ask a question to the jaunty little fellow in a suit that he made himself. That is just so darling. How much time did that take you to make that? The Sawaddle looks at you and holds up one of his little caterpillar hands. You're not sure what that means, but it's definitely one of... One unit of something. I'm going to assume that's impressive. I'm going to go up to the Swablu. Alright, I look at the Swablu and I'm like, Little fluffy bird. What's your favorite kind of soda? (laughs) Fluffy bird, please recognize that this man is covered in honey. Get it. Uh, Yeah, Q-tip, like, okay, so (laughs) Q-tip looks at you and it freaks the fuck out. And it's like, and it like it just runs at you and tries to and tries to scoop the honey off of your body with its little fucking cotton limbs. Unfortunately, honey is really sticky, so now you're stuck to fucking Q-tip. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Get oh boy. Me. And while this is happening, it's just beating you in the face with its other wing that isn't stuck to you. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> rolling, rolling out of my chair and rolling around on the floor and knocking other fucking chairs over. Oh, fuck, get it off me! CC takes a note. I'm just gonna pull up my mic and record this for Nat Sound. <laughs> no questions.
Uh, no questions. I just want to make sure I get it from a good, <laughs> yeah. good uh, audio levels right. from this uh, raw audio, so I can use for uh, the the final edit of the pod. Get the fucking bird off me! <laughs> All right, so we've got the rose giving phase here. Uh, do any of these three Pokemon get roses from you? Oh man, I'm so. I, I gave mine already. Yep, you you've sure got did. two more. No, no, he has like, one more. He gave one to Bonsley, and he's given one to oh, Snowball. Oh, you're right, you're right. What if I gave two to the Snowball? I mean, you can do that. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Double fist the roses. Double fisting roses. <laughs> Give it. Do it. Yeah, let's just say I gave I gave him my OS too. <laughs> just love that fucking dog so much. <laughs> Papa sees you send another one, and it's like... It still doesn't want it, but it understands that it's meaningful to you. So it's just kind of like, it shrugs and it's like, okay. And it, it, it just nods its little dog head and it lets its little ar- dog arms by its, by its fucking <laughs> And it's a little size. fucking it's, legs. It's little dog legs. And he just taps his little dog legs. It's like giving a neutral gift to an NPC in Stardew Valley. Yeah. But, but you gave it two. Yeah. Okay, so last three. We're up we actually have four on this one, if you want me to throw out all four. Oh, I thought we only had 16 Pokemon. We have 17? Yeah. yeah we got 17. Okay, my bad. Yeah, let's do all four then. Oh, wait, and if anyone wants to give a rose, do it now. Ooh, Cece gives a rose to Swaddle. Swaddle? Okay. Yes, and we'll probably give her last one to Q-Tip, but still wants to see the last four. Okay, let's bring out the last. All right. And Swablu so... hasn't left yet because Swablu is still stuck to Roy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get it the fuck off me! Someone help, please! So, uh, the first, the first onto the stage is, did we meet Pixel previously? We yes. met right? Pixel, yes. Just I caught Pixel. Okay, so Pixel marches back on the stage, and instead of a hat, it's wearing four little boots, and it's fucking, it's marching on to the stage kind of awkwardly because it's not used to having boots. That's really cute. <laughs> Uh, behind it floats Bella. It's kind of like caught onto the one of the many tails of Pixel, uh, and it's just kind of enjoying the ride. It doesn't have any special things on it. It's just li- making a little jingling. Behind it is Red Lobster, looking pissed as fuck, wearing chef's mitts. <laughs> And uh, behind all of them is the Good King Snugglewumps, and it's wearing a wool sweater on top of its wool, and you're not exactly sure how it got it on in the first place. It's also wearing, uh, what do you call it, earmuffs. Oh, I love it all. Uh, Snugglewumps. Do you No, it's the Good King Snugglewumps. Yes, you have to say the whole thing. The artist currently known as the Good King Snugglewumps. (laughs) Do you like being shorn? For instance, if I were to make wool to make textile art out of your sweet, sweet, curly yarn mane. He just kind of gestures to this, what do you call it, sweater that he's wearing right now and lays down and quirks its, his head to the side. Aww. Okay, so Jeanette, without missing a beat, she uh, breaks all the thorns off the stem of the rose and gives it to the snuggle wumps to put in his mouth Aww. and hold it like a sweet boy. Aww. He opens his mouth and takes the rose. Hooray. Pixel, I have to know, how did you pick those wonderful boots out? Well, 
you know how she picked those wonderful boots out. You put them on her. She had no interest in them. You My question stands. You can't see it, but Elise is making a big shit-eating grin right now. <laughs> <laughs> the people she just at kinda, the table she, don't she, know that. She tries to flick them off, and it's in, is being extremely unsuccessful. Like, have you ever put socks on a dog? It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I go up to the good king snugglewums. Back so. off, he's mine. <laughs> I mean, multiple people can give the same Pokemon a rose. That's not against the rules. It's not I against look, the law. I look, back, I look back at Jeanette and she's like, I can ask the sheep a fucking question if I want. <laughs> can you? Can you, Roy? Do you have enough brain cells in that alcohol-laden lump of brain that you have to ask a single question to that precious... Oh, fuck. CC wow. makes a note in her notebook. <laughs> <laughs> what that means, you don't know price. yet. You'll see on the board later. <laughs> Get that frowny face, Jesus! You better, you better fucking, you better drive for your next pelvic exam. <laughs> so I look at Good King Snugglewumps. I'm like, how good are you at defibrillating things? Oh, <laughs> So how close is Roy to Snugglewump? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> Roy, keep in mind the bird is still stuck to you. Poor Q-tip. <laughs> is it still just like stuck to me, but like limp? Oh no, it's not limp. Like, a, like I'm like looking, trying to like move my head around this flapping cotton bird stuck to my chest, and I'm still asking it a question. How about that? Okay, so Snugglelump stands up, shakes its head, and drops its rose temporarily, and then it trots up to your leg and nuzzles you. Roy, take one d six. Oh, Fuck. shit. Of course. Great. I'm basically Ash Ketchum. Amazing. Yeah. All right. You did as it ask turns out, to defibrillate it, actually, though. As it, as it turns out, Whoa. Honey is apparently a really good dielectric. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so you get, a, you get, a, you get a, a stout shock, but it's not, like, terrible. So I go ahead and piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Roy. It took only a, a couple of hours for this to happen. Not the first time, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Faulkner, you got a question. What will be the loss? In today's podcast, we've seen some strange things. This is only part one of an, an, a large investigation. Why would anyone hurt the tentacruel? Why would... The voices of Tentacool still haunt this building today. <laughs> and why would these characters like Nurse Joy intentionally distract me by attacking the bee creatures? Something bigger is going on here, and I'm going to find out. Red Lobster is slapping his claws against the fucking ground trying to get these fucking oven mitts off. All right, so... Uh, at this point, uh, Professor Strank is going to do a curtain call and bring out all of the Pokemon, all 17 of them. Some of them have roses, but uh, a lot of them do not. With the exception of Duke, all of you have at least one rose left. Cece's going to go ahead and give her last rose to Q-Tip. Is okay. Q-Tip still attached to you, Nurse Roy? 100%. Um, she puts it in uh, one of the 
the honey hands that it's got. There you go, darling. You have only increased the anxiety of Q-Tip. <laughs> darling, do you need my help to get you pulled off there? It is Please. too busy screaming to ask. I give my last rose to Snugglewumps, the good king. No, Snugglewumps. no, you already gave your second one to Snugglewumps. Can I give him another? You can. I, we definitely let Mayor do that. Yeah. All right. Mm. I'm writing times two next to your name if that's what you want. Yeah. Okay. Because we're only, yeah, it's still just one Pokemon, right? Yeah, you're yeah. only going to take one Pokemon from this at the end cool. of the day. This is just the first round. Okay, so Faulkner, you have two roses left. Roy, you have two roses left. I will give one to the Tentacool. Okay, makes sense. All right. Uh, I will say, I'm sorry for your loss. (laughs) (laughs) May peace be with your people. I will find the murderers of your people. Uh, I want to walk up to the Pancham. Okay. And uh, be like, Look, I, I can get, I can give you fucking Rose, or I can promise that if you come with me, I will let you beat up as many small children as you'd like. <laughs> I fucking hate kids. I fucking hate my shit son. He's a fucking shit. You find him, you can beat him up too. The rake again shrugs and goes. Tch. He appreciates your chaotic nature. Drop both roses somewhere, and I just <laughs> times two roses. I'll just list to you what's going to get eliminated if you don't give them a rose here. Swineup's going to get eliminated. Combi's going to get eliminated. Coughing is going to get eliminated. Volpix is going to get eliminated. Oh, can I take one of my roses and give it to the Volpix? I'm giving mine to the Volpix because it's cute. Gen- what's that, Caleb? I will give it to the Volpix because I like Volpixes. Okay. There you go. Okay, cool. And also, to finish, both Chingling and Red Lobster will be eliminated. Darn, no more Red Lobsters. My, What is my mom going to do? What, her favorite seafood? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The uh, the professor, Orville Strank, uh, pipes up and says, All right, uh, seems like we've got a few eliminations here uh, ready to go. Uh, this is... Uh, not the easiest part of the job, but uh, don't look at it as leaving Pokemon homeless. Look at it as one of these Pokemon gets a fresh start. He clicks on the a button on his little handheld presentation thing, and the sad clap uh, sign lights up again as the roseless Pokemon, Aww. Swinub, Combi, Coughing, and Chingling, and Red Lobster, the Corefish, all walk sadly off stage. And everything that's remaining on stage, Trapinch, Bonsley, Tentacool, Purloin, Cacnea, Pancham, Abra, Swablu, Sawaddle, Snubble, Vulpix, and Mareep are all left on stage. He's like, well, uh, I guess uh, CC is looking a little busy right now, so I guess I'll uh, announce uh, intermission here. Uh, I'm not really wa- sure why we got to turn every bit of human drama into a game but uh, well, what do i know about this sort of thing uh we're gonna take a short break and and then the door starts banging open up you son of a bitch <laughs> i said open up god damn it striker you gotta get my kid a fucking trainer's license
the adventure continues next episode. But in the meantime, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or whatever local podcast merchant you frequent. Leave a positive review and we'll give you an in-character shout-out. This show is a non-profit fan-based parody. All intellectual properties contained therein are owned by several other far wealthier people. 